Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, it's Natalie, Natalie Jean, Natalie Jean, Nat. Uh, we're on chatting with Nat and today my guest, I have alternative pop singer songwriter Katie Ferrara. Katie Ferrara is an award-winning alternative pop singer songwriter from Los Angeles who writes honest and authentic music with an ethereal flair. As Buzz Music puts it, she's got a tender approach to life that bursts from her guitar and vocal cords in a way that's both charming and reassuring. She began her career as a busker on the streets of Burbank, California, and from there has toured internationally at Noble Street Festivals, including the Edinburgh Fringe in Scotland, Ferrara Buskers Festival in Italy, Chur Buskers Festival in Switzerland, and Buskers Braunschweig in Germany. She, was, she has even performed in New Zealand as part of Toyota's Feeling the Street program and written a book about her travel experience called Stories from the Street. Recently, she won an online global singing competition called Music Cash, thanks to the help of her dedicated fans. Her music is on the season premiere, season five premiere of the Hallmark TV show Good Witch and her latest albums Dreamcatcher 2016 and Break Free 2020 can be found on all streaming services. She is currently in the process of releasing her second full-length album. So let us listen and talk to pop singer-songwriter Katie Ferrara. Here we go. I'm going to applause. Yay! Hi, Katie. How are you? Hi, Natalie. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm good. Oh, thanks. I'm great. The honor is all mine. So let's get started here. Uh, how did you get your start in music? Um, well, I, I started, like, my bio, um, I was busking a lot in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on the Santa Monica Promenade and, and in Burbank. And um, I had won this, this competition um, from Toyota called Feeling the Street. And that, that kind of kick-started um, my singing career. I mean, I've always been, like, playing music before that um my original like inspiration I would say like well my mom played music um a lot when I was growing up so I was very much like surrounded by guitars and pianos and things like that around the house and I joined choir when I was in high school um so that's kind of where I got like my elementary education and when I got to college you know I just I wanted to keep learning um how to play I, I picked up the guitar and was teaching myself with like youtube videos and you know just trying to learn from cds and stuff um and i was studying like psychology at the time so uh-huh. i didn't actually study music and oh, I think wow. for me my um well i would say my education in music has just been mostly experience you know just playing out and just putting myself out there um you know, I, I guess I could have had a chance to study it at school, but um, I don't know. I just, I kind of felt like, well, 
how am I going to make money off of this, you know? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and I think, yeah, well, you probably agree, too, because, you know, you're an artist yourself, so probably know what that's like where you want, you have this passion, but you're like, well, how do I apply it to real life, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think for me, I would say, yeah, my career started in 2015 just busking and putting myself out there and playing in front of people because um, that's, that's when I started earning money and then, you know, people tipping me that I was able to, like, buy equipment and, yeah. you know, start, like, playing in restaurants and hotels and really starting to expand and get better at what I was doing. That's awesome. So how would you describe your music? Um, I, I would say that it's adult alternative or folk pop. Um, it's, it's very positive. You know, a lot of my songs, a lot of people say that they're uplifting. Um, I think emotional, kind of quirky, charming. Um, yeah, all of a that, that range. Okay. Uh, what would you say makes your music unique? I mean, my, my single, my next single that I have coming, or it's already out, it's called On Her Path. Um, it talks about, you know, the struggles that women go through all over the world, um, having access to water. Like, I, I feel like with my music, like, I want to make people feel good. I want to empower people in some way. Um, and that song, that, that brings awareness to, you know, we have an issue around on the globe that, like, not everybody has access to water. And, and I felt like, well, through my music, I want to, I want to help people. So that's, I think that's probably one thing that makes my music unique and also that I don't like to follow trends, you know, (laughs) in some ways that's good, but in other ways it's like, I I don't know. I mean, it is good, but it's not good, but I just have to be myself. And and I think that a lot of people, they, they resonate with the music that I put out because, you know, it's, it's, I'm not trying to be something that I'm not. (laughs) I get that. It's interesting because I've been to a lot of uh, music conferences and webinars and stuff like that. And when when they have a panel and they're listening to music, they always say, well, if you're writing for Rihanna, we don't want to hear what she's already done. We want to hear something she hasn't done. But I find that mm. because is that what you hear on the radio is basically the same thing over and over. So I don't get that concept. I like the unique uniqueness. I like the fact that you're unique and you want to do something different. I'm the same way. You know, my latest album, um, Where Do We Go From Here, is a social impact message album. And I want I rebranded myself. I want to do more music that makes a difference. I want to be an effective player in life. I want I want my music to touch people. I want them, you know, to think. I mean, they might not change their mind on a couple of things, but they might think. They might put their, themselves in other people's shoes. So, I get you 100%. You know, I think we have a lot of work to do when it comes to yeah. out there because there's, you know, it's all about money. It's all about popularity and stuff like that. But, I mean, if you're a true music lover, um, I think people need to start, you know, fighting against the radio and, and, and media because I think they are the ones that stop people from enjoying people like you. I'm sure you have a great audience, but you could have more of an audience. <laughs> If they didn't play the same song 500 times on the on the radio, like I used to love Lizzo, I can't listen to Lizzo anymore. Every time her song comes on, yeah. I or I switch it to another station. Um, but yeah, we yeah. we gotta 
We got to keep fighting. So why is the global water crisis important and why is it, a, it a, why is it a woman's issue? Um, well, it's important because not everybody has access to water and it's a women's issue because women in a lot of these um, countries, you know, in, in India and in, in South America and in Africa, like a lot of the women, they're doing um, most of the work traveling to get the water um, while men in, in the societies, you know, boys are going to work um, or they're, um, they're going to school. And so, you know, the girls and the women that are helping to retrieve the water for their families, they're not able to have the same opportunities as right. the guys the boys and the men. Um, and so by having clean sanitation, having ways where people can um, have access to water, it, it's really about saving time. And when you have more time, you can invest in your well-being. And, you know, that would enable, you know, girls to go to school and have the same opportunities as, as the boys. Um, you know, I, I think it's, for me, like, I, I learned about global water crisis through water.org. Okay. Um, they are the organization that um, they're so kind. They they gave me some footage to work with to make a music video, oh, and awesome. I I was just on their website. I I was um I was looking at photos and I was just inspired by like everything that I saw. You know, women carrying these jerry cans on their backs and and they're traveling like ten miles a day. Um, you know, these kids like playing with water and. It just made me think, like, man, with everything going on, you know, there's just, I feel like I need to do something. And I feel right. like that a lot of the time when I write music, I I see something or there, there's maybe I'm reading something or somebody tells me a story and I get really influenced by that. And a lot of the time when I was writing songs before, like, my primary inspiration would come from my own relationships with people. And, and I right. think now, like, especially with the pandemic, like I think that people are expanding their consciousness and they're kind of realizing like, Oh my God, there's other people. (laughs) We have to work at this together. So, um, you know, I I really wanted to highlight that, you know, this, this is something that we can all solve together uh, as a planet. You know, the fundamental right for all of us should be clean water a place to live, you know, mm. all the comforts that we need. We live in the age of prosperity, but why is it that some people have more than others? You know, it's time we even that out. I'm, I'm all about equality, you know? No, I, I hear you. And I, and I, I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, water is very important to our daily lives and the people that don't have it, it's really sad. And we need to do more about that. Um, how yeah. has how has the pandemic influenced you as an artist in the entire music industry? Um, I think for me as an artist, well, when the pandemic hit, this it's been the, a year anniversary of, um, you know, wearing masks and right. you know, quarantining. <laughs> um, it hit me hard. I lost all my gigs. I, you know, was playing music for a living. Um, and I lost like every gig that I had booked that year. And so I, I kind of had to find a way to really reboot myself as an artist, um, change like how, how I do music and, 
you know, for myself and a lot of friends, you know, we took a, took a break from playing and I, I went inward. I was kind of like, okay, I want to work on my health, my physical health. And I really wanted to write and be creative um, from the time writing. I, I got a day job in, in the meantime and um, I've been working in a school and uh, yeah, just working on my next album, putting that out. I, I feel like there's like this shame, like as, as a musician, like, oh, well, if you want to do music, like, you have to drop everything, and, and you have to, you know, make a lot of sacrifices to, just for your music, and that's, like, the indie artist, like, dream, and it kind of just yeah. made me think, like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. That's all, it's all crap. Like, excuse, me, excuse me, on the radio, I'm not going to, like, cuss on the radio, but it's it's kind no, of like... I am, it's poop. I know. <laughs> understand I mean you know you shouldn't have to give up everything I mean you have a passion and that's fine but you also have a life yeah. and you need to live you need to eat you need, yeah. you need to have people over your head I mean you need clothes on your back so it's okay to have a job I have a job I have too many yeah. of them actually um at this moment right now but it's the job actually helps me in my uh, music career. So, you know, you have to do what you have to do. Now, were you able to get any of the COVID relief funds? Yeah, I actually did. So the Grammy Foundation, um, they, they were really generous. They, they helped me out. Um, that was like in April last year. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that was one of the relief funds I applied for. Um, yeah, because I, I was playing. I had so many gigs so I could qualify for that. So that was right. that was nice. Yeah, I'm really thankful to them. If you guys are listening, you should check out the Grammy Foundation, and you can make a donation if you would like. It helps support um, indie artists and people like myself and Natalie. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Grammy Foundation does. Uh, they do a lot, especially during the um, this whole crisis. It's been crazy for myself. Um, I had a couple of gigs lined up, um, but I did still have my day, day job that moved to teleworking. Um, but what it allowed me to do, like you said, you went inward. It allowed me to do, to think about my career, my life, music, and it allowed me to actually get online and do all these webinars and conferences on music and listen and, and learn more about how to promote the brand, my brand, and stuff like that, and the different platforms that we have to be on, which is nuts. Um, that's another question. How do you manage all your, I always like to ask this question. Because social media platforms is just it's a lot of work. So how do you manage all of your social media platforms? Oh man, yeah, that's a great question. Well, yeah, because there's there's Twitch and there's TikTok now, and um, I used to use. What was that? I said woof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to use Periscope a lot, and now that's shutting down. They're they're going directly to Twitter. But um, Are you serious? yeah, I think I just, yeah, they they're um they're shutting down at the end of March. So um, oh. like it sucks though because I have built like a whole bunch of followers on that platform. I have like twelve thousand followers on there, and it's like why? <laughs> why are they going? Why are they going to Twitter? Um. I don't, I don't know. They just, they just sent out a message to everyone. And I, I think again, it's the pandemic. Maybe they couldn't sustain themselves or they weren't getting the audience that they needed. I really liked Periscope because of the reach, you know, right. I was getting people, 
from Italy and from South America and like Russia, like they all came in and it was so cool um, to get people all over the world. Now I think with the rise of live streaming, I mean, Facebook has that ability, um, Twitch especially. I'm like, I'm not really a big fan of Twitch. I know a lot of people like it. I tried it last year, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's so like, year intensive like you have to have like the right computer and the right setup and then have all these bots and commands and things to do and it's at the end a tool like you have to think as an artist like there's all these social media platforms out there but you you can kind of lose your message or like lose momentum if you're trying to be on everything so I would just focus on the ones where you you are in contact with people and you, you communicate the most and and I always tell, tell everyone, like, join my mailing list because, you know, right. these are just trends. Like, I feel like TikTok, I mean, TikTok will probably stick around, but, you know, with Instagram, too, like, I have, you know, I debate whether or not, like, it's going to last much longer. A lot of people are moving to TikTok because it's more popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, I still have my fan base on Instagram that I can't ignore. I just think the email list is, is the most important for the indie artist um, right. because, that way you never lose touch with people and, and, and that's part of your website. Um, you know, and then if, if you're doing live stream, like live streaming, whatever platform you're on, you should be doing it because that's what people are tuning into. Um, you know, I'll like to do it once a week. I'll announce on my Facebook, you know, when I'm doing a live stream. Um, if you're gigging, streaming your gig is really um, helpful because that way, like, it's just already a part of, you know, your your weekly lifestyle you know I I say like yes there's there's all these social media platforms out there but pick maybe a couple that you want to focus on and and then just maybe you can work on the other ones when you have more time because your time is valuable like like we're talking about yeah I am so I wasn't doing live streaming until I got together with B squared management and they're like oh you should do this and I'm like okay you know, and and, and and it's fine. You know, sometimes I was just singing to myself. Sometimes there are a lot of people. Sometimes there are a few people. But, you know, it keeps the music alive. Um, so I'm appreciative of the live streaming. I've done it on Instagram Live, and I've done it on Facebook. And now I use, uh, for the Sisters of Music thing, I, I use uh, StreamYard, which I love a lot because we just uh, sit down and shoot the breeze on that one, and uh, we don't have to perform um so yeah and then there's the uh, the other thing is buffer now buffer you can schedule your whole posting but my problem with that is that you know I I always post inspirational quotes in the morning and I always change my mind about what I want to post so that actually doesn't work because <laughs> I'm just like that I'm like no that's not and it's, it, especially if somebody's gotten on my nerves I know I, there's something I have to post uh, something different um so, yeah, it, it is so much work. Um, so we're about to play your song on her path. Tell us about what that's about. So, yeah, that, that's the song that I just put out, the single, um, and it's about um, water.org, about the global water crisis. Um, and just I wrote it because I want to raise awareness of the fact that not everyone has access to water. Okay, so I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to have a word from our sponsor, so hold one second. Hi, my name is Suzanne Grisana, also known as a sex diva. 
I'm so excited to share with you some new releases. Sunrise, a song I co-wrote with John DePatty for the new children's film Superpowers, Kim Cameron director, has just been released, so check it out. In addition, I have a new EDM version of my original jazz song, Simply Sunday, coming out this summer. So to sign up for news, go to saxdiva.com, S-A-X-D-I-V-A, and check out my songs on Pandora, Spotify, and Apple Music. Stay tuned and take care.
that was great. You have a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, who are your main musical influences? Oh man. Um, <laughs> I I like a lot of different stuff. I, I really like um you know, stuff like the Beatles or Ed Sheeran, Casey Musgraves. I like Sade a lot. Um, I like Joni Mitchell, Nora Jones, all all those different artists. Yeah, I got a lot of Joni Mitchell out of that song. Um you say you're an alternative pop artist, but you could be you could could be considered as folk also, um, which is not bad because I love folk music. Um, I love that. Uh, so, what are some obstacles you've faced as a female artist, and how have you overcome them? Um, man, I I would say, well, being a female, I think for me. It's like, how do you know if someone likes your music because they they like the music or they like you because of the way you look? And I don't know. I guess I kind of wanted to, like, ask you that because, I mean, you're a woman as well, you know. How do you know, like, if someone's in love with, like, your image or if – like, I feel like for guys it's so much easier. I mean, it can also work backwards too because, you know, they can get – they'll get fans and they'll know that someone likes their music because they like it. But I think it, it can be an unfair advantage for us women, but also a disadvantage as well, because it's like, how do you know? How do you know if somebody likes what you're putting out there? I mean, with Instagram to get people's attention, it's like, Oh, I got to post selfies with me. I got to post a picture of myself. Like, and I don't, I don't know. I, I don't want to always post a sexy photo of myself. I mean, it's nice. But, you know? <laughs> But then I'm just getting someone's attention, and then the message gets lost. And it, I think it's 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 a difficult balance as a woman because on one hand it's it's like yes, as an artist, like people are going to judge you based on how you look. Um, right. But I I also feel like you you can't you can't care what people think either because in order to speak your truth, like you can't ever not everyone's going to like you. And yeah. That's something I've had to learn over the years, you know, like you put something out and you have to have a specific niche when you, when you put stuff out and, you know, there's probably, it's good if people don't like you. I I mean, yeah, no, you know what? You have a good point there because in the United United States, I guess, and it's a worldwide thing is like the more controversy you have, the more people will notice you, which I think is very sad. Um, and it's okay if people don't like you. Music, the whole the whole industry is subjective. People don't have to like you. Mm-hmm. The thing is, there is music for everybody, and some will love you, and some won't. Um, and that's yeah. one that's one thing tip that I try to tell people. You know, when people get upset or their music wasn't chosen or they weren't awarded or they didn't got get nominated, they have to think that the person that's doing the judging it wasn't right for them. It doesn't mean that your music's not right for mm-hmm. other people. Because I submitted my song in one contest and won and didn't win in the other. Again, yeah. And I agree with you when, as women, when we have to promo, you know, it's all about, you know, sharing the pictures and all. I don't do that many selfies because I can't stand, I, you know, I post a lot of other things and here and there I'll throw in a picture. Um, but yeah, you, as women, yeah, sometimes it is hard to see if, if, person specifically or less men 
or women that like women mm-hmm. uh, that uh, whether they're liking you for your music or not, because there's a lot of people, especially on Facebook, I always get a lot of messenger stuff from guys. And I'm like, I'm not here for that. Cause the next thing is like, Oh, I like your music. Are you single? No, see, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> they do it all the time. And, and I tell them I'm not here for that. I'm focused on my music and, and doing some other stuff, but that's not what I'm here for. So, I get what you're saying with women in music and all the challenges that we have to face. I mean, the other thing is I was talking to Justine Blazer and she was telling me how, you know, there weren't that many music, female producer, music producers out there for a long time. She went to a convention or some webinar conference and she was the only one. So we have, yeah, we have to continuously fight to be seen and heard, but we also want to do it on, on, you know, some kind of positive level. Um, and then, you know, yeah. the whole, if we speak our truth, then they'll label, us, they'll label us some way, but I don't really care. I'm not a person that really cares what people think, you know, and that's how I was able to do music. I had to not care mm. what people think. Because, you know, at first I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, because I was very shy. I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to go on the stage and perform a, in front of people. And how I let that go, I said, you know what? My intention should be good enough. I'm going to sing my best. People are going to like it. And that's all. That's all I can do. You know, you can't. And the thing is, you can't please everyone. You can, But as long as you mm. put into anything and everything that you do, I think you can be so, so successful. I love that. I, I love how you think that way. Because yeah, you just you got to have the intention there. I like that you said that and, and you put the all your energy into that. I mean, that's yeah. what matters in the end. And I think people pick up on that when you're singing. They they can pick up on someone who's just singing the lyrics or somebody who's like, they've got that behind it, you know, that emotion, yeah. that, that passion, that, like, reason why they're up on that stage. Exactly. You know? It's like, you know, that's why Nikki, Chris, and I created the whole Sisters in Music thing is because we wanted to show how – uh, we want to help women specifically and the men that support us um, to empower music and mu- the music and entertainment and performing arts. And it's really important that here's another facet of the music industry or entertainment or performing arts. That's crazy when it comes to women, you know, women mm. seem to always are in competition with the, each other or they don't, uh, they don't want to support somebody else's success because, Oh, they're mad. They're jealous. They're this. They're that. It's it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We are here. We should be yeah. here to support one another wherever we are in our in our career. Um, I'm always supporting people. I'm always the first person to congratulate somebody on Facebook. <laughs> hey, I'm so that's glad. awesome. Yeah. You know what? When 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 they're successful, you're successful. And I just don't do it for that. But I like to see people happy. I mean, don't you like yeah. seeing people? Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you. I think it's important that we all bring each other up. I mean, that's the only way that you are successful is if you're bringing other people along with you. Amen, amen, amen. Um, but you mentioned you... something about yeah. – Oh, I was going to say something about the female producers. So I, I recently joined TikTok, and um, I've actually discovered a lot of um, female producers there, and it's mm-hmm. it's pretty cool – because, you know, you follow people and it's like you're their friend or you, you can interact with them, right. like, 
one-to-one. A lot of, um, you know, these producers, they'll give, like, tips on how to produce them yourself. And so I follow a few people on there. I can't, can't think of anyone at the top of my head. But TikTok is, is a really great place if, if you're like, oh, I really want to find a female producer. Like, go there because that's, okay. that's a great way to showcase your talent. All right. So, see, that's a good tip. I'm going to do that. Now we're going to play your yeah. song, Waitlist. Tell me what waitlist is about. Uh, waitlist is just about that feeling like you can do anything, nothing is holding you back. Um, it's it's about just the feeling of pure love. All righty. Well, we're going to play it now. Hold on. We'll have a word from our sponsor. Hi, this is Nikki Chris, and I host a podcast called Mixin' It. Mixin' It focuses on women in the music, entertainment, and the performing arts. Our goal is to provide an avenue for industry veterans and up-and-coming artists, musicians, engineers, and producers to showcase their talent. Listen to Mixin' It on Monday Music Madness at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Sim Radio Network.
keep being strong and, and keep being yourself. I like that. I like that because yeah. it's very, very important to love yourself in all aspects of anything that you do because whatever you put out is the energy that's within you and that's what's going to come yeah. back to people. And I always try to explain that to people. It's like, you know, people are always worrying about the songs they put out. You know, I don't put out anything I don't love. I don't. And I, I actually can stick, listen to my own songs for hours. And if you can do that, <laughs> yes, I can. I, will, I have my own little playlist of Natalie. <laughs> and I'll, I can, I played one of my songs for an hour straight because I love this song so much. I was like, and I'll talk to myself, <laughs> you go, girl. That was great. That much. You know? You have to give yourself That's encouragement. That's good advice. You yeah, have to. No, you got you to love your music. <laughs> you got to love your own music. Don't put it out. And you know what? Again, music is subjective. Who cares what anybody else thinks? Obviously, if you're trying to get it into a film, documentary, television show, whatever, you're going to care about what they think because you really want it in there. But at the end of the day, whatever you put out, you must love first yes i need to, to hear that yeah the intention has I, to I agree 100 percent. yeah uh, well no I, I feel like there's so much pressure as indie artists too it's like oh you have you're not successful unless you're like you've got your music in a film or a tv show or it's, it's like no the song came from you like that song is valuable because you wrote it amen amen so what is next for you what's coming up next um, I want to release some more music this year. Um, I'm just I'm finishing up my, my second full-length album. It's going to be called Inside Out. So I'm doing like a photo shoot and got to master the tracks. But I'll, I'll probably drop another single off of that album this year and do a pre-order. So people can stay tuned for that. Awesome thoughts. Now tell everybody where they can find you on the Internet. Um, you can find me at www.katieferrara.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Katie Ferrara Music, on Twitter, on uh, YouTube. If you type my name in, Katie Ferrara, um, TikTok and Twitch, and on all streaming services, Spotify, Apple Music, and everything that you use to listen to music. That is so awesome. You know, when people ask me that, I always have to be like, where am I? What am I on? I'm on so, and then I just say, oh, I'm just like, just Google me. <laughs> just Google, yeah. <laughs> just Google me. Because Instagram alone, I have three accounts, and I, you know, I have two websites now where I actually have three. Um, and it's just crazy how we, ha- as musicians, especially independent artists, have to do so much work, especially if you're doing everything I yourself. I mean, even yeah. you can people you can have a publicist you're still doing certain aspects yourself because you want that personal touch you want your your fans to know yeah you're a real person and you care so um yeah they, yeah it's, it's a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot of work <laughs> my head's gonna spin off because mm-hmm. i'm gonna become the exorcist um so thank you Katie, <laughs> for being on chatting with nat today um i am honored to have you i'm going to be following well, um, you have an awesome, beautiful voice. You are empowered. You speak your truth. And I love that about you. Um, it's important for us to all be able to speak our truth. And I hope you have an amazing day. 
Oh, you too. Thank you so much, Natalie. Mm-hmm. All right. Until next time, Sean chatting with Nat. <laughs> with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.